Hi, Dave Lee here, and as a newer member of UCARE, I know what it feels like to start looking for Medicare plans. Well, UCARE Medicare plans give you two spending allowances, one for prescription eyewear and another one for over-the-counter pharmacy purchases. It's your money to spend on what you need. You also get dental and hearing aid benefits. Plus, of course, the wonderful decomplicators at UCARE are always ready to help you if you have any questions about your plan. They're the real deal and a real reason to consider exploring their plans. Learn more at UCARE.org slash GetMedicare. UCARE, people-powered health plans. This paid endorsement brought to you by UCARE. Today, on my first concert. And there's another guy there who's kind of got longer hair, and he's about six foot three or four, and he comes walking over to me, and he looks at me, and he goes, hey, man, how cool is this? We're taking over, <laughs> you and me. <laughs> and I, go, I look at the guy, and I'm like, I, sh- I should probably know this guy, but I have no idea who he is. So I come home, and I tell my wife the story. She goes, you have any idea who he is? And I said, none. She goes... That's J.Y., James Young from Sticks. She goes, you don't know anything, do you? <laughs> you may know Pete Nigerian from a number of places. Maybe the, the football field is the University of Minnesota Hall of Famer, uh, professional football. Maybe you've seen him on CNBC with his brother. Uh, maybe you follow Market Rebellion. That's Pete's company, John's. And then maybe you've seen them on Rebel's Edge podcast, which I have done as well. He is our guest today, and we've got some good stories coming your way. Brianne is here. Brianne, always great to see you. Always good to see you, Dave. And excited to talk to Pete today. Definitely. Uh, the show is brought to you by uh, a lot of our good friends, including the folks over at AquariusHomeServices.com. This is the AquariusHomeServices.com studio, by the way. Also, our thanks to the folks at StarBank.net. Get a hold of them. Ten locations here in Minnesota. I'll tell you more about them later. And also, uh, all the good folks out at Propane.com. And I bring that up because it's more timely than ever, our environment and what propane is doing in that regard. It's impressive. You'll learn about it later at Propane.com. Pete Nigerian, thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, uh, I'm privileged. First, <laughs> first, thanks for lowering your standards <laughs> to be here. No. First things first, it's called My First Concert. Yeah. What was yours? Do you know? You know, I do, and I don't want this to, uh, to, to ruin any of the other stuff that we want to talk about, but believe it or not, um, most likely the very first concert that I even recall was at Central High School with Prince. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So think about that for a second. I mean, you know, how many people get to say that? But no. uh, but knew him forever. And um, a lot of the different guys that, that were part of his band back then. And he's he had multiple bands since he's been about, I think, 10, 12 years old. And, um, you know, just an incredible experience to see that. But if I if I don't go with Prince, because I'm not exactly sure, Dave, it's so hard for me well, to say exactly. Let who. me back up for a minute. Yeah. Did you know... Did you think he was going to be... 100%. Did you? Oh, the guy used to bury himself in the music room at Central High School. Never came out. Always was fighting to have more time in there and everything else. And, you know, you could see the dedication to music. And, and, and he was a guy that understood that here he is in Minneapolis, Minnesota... It's not exactly the music, you know, <laughs> that he ended up turning it into, actually. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, back in his era, absolutely not. And he's, he's enough older than me that we weren't in school at the same time. I was going to Bryant Junior High, which was the sister school to, to Central, or, or at least it brought you into Central High School as a, as a student. And he was just amazing. And I knew enough about him through a lot of my friends and stuff that it was... Uh, just an incredible thing. And, and to watch a guy who can play every single instrument that exists at a level that's probably top three, unless you're talking guitar, where I still think he's number one. Um, unbelievable. 
unbelievable to see the talent that he had. Yeah, I see, every once in a while, I'll pop up the while my guitar gently weeps with the tribute to George Harrison, and mm -hmm. you're just shaking your head. And as much as we knew about him, I don't think I knew he was yeah. that good. Um, but as he was growing up, he also was a sports fan. He was. Yeah, so I remember, <laughs> I remember that. Well, he was a good sport. You know, the guy, I, I know everybody kind of knows little bits and pieces about Prince, but I know a lot more than uh, many of the people, not all the people, obviously. But, you know, the guy as an athlete was incredible. And despite the fact that he was so small and everybody brings up basketball and basketball was one of his sports, but he was, the guy could run, he had speed, he ran track, he did, you know, he did a little bit of everything, which was kind of the central way. Uh, you know, it's, at Central High School, we had about a thousand students, Dave, but on a good day, maybe 450, 500 showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Jackson, who I love to death, our principal, uh, you know, she was great and she just tried to make it the best, safest school there was and she did a unbelievable job but she also encouraged everybody to do everything i mean we had we had languages being taught at central high school that nobody taught we had chinese we had russian we had swahili then we had all the normal ones of german french <laughs> and spanish but you know it was a little bit of everything and yeah. it's it was just an incredible atmosphere that we had there and it i think it helped blossom it's why i think so many players athletes came out of there along with musicians and along with other people, you know, in other walks of life. But obviously these are a little bit more in focus and people see them because you're in front of the cameras a lot of the time from the, and you know, we've got, I think four guys out of central high school in the hall of fame at the university of Nebraska football program. And, you know, just a, just an amazing place to grow up and, and, and Prince, Believe it or not, as good as he was, he didn't stand out too much more than everybody else, other than to say his dedication was absolutely there. He took great pride in the Twin Cities, didn't yeah. he? Or at he least he seemed it. to. Maybe that was the maybe that was the roots of it. I think I think that was a big part of it. And I love the fact that for the most part, Prince kept Minnesota as his place. That's that his place, his house, his everything. And you know, for a long time, Terry and, and Jimmy Jam and all those guys had their own units as well here where they were they were doing their thing and Prince was doing his thing and it wasn't as adversarial as people would have thought these guys uh were great friends for a really really long time and you know it's funny Dave I I'm still friends with a lot of these guys and and have conversations with I don't know if you remember the guy Jerome Benton he was the guy who walked around with all the mirrors that holds him up I mean <laughs> he, he was the greatest I just spoke to him like a month ago we were, we were talking about a few things and, you know, and, and I got a great story real quick for you. If you, if you don't mind, we got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in Omaha, Nebraska at a wedding and my wife and I were attending this wedding. It was a friend of our daughters. And, uh, so it was great. And I, I, I just, I told my wife, I go, let's go stretch our legs a little bit, stop at the bathroom and we'll, you will come back and we'll go back to the wedding. And it was in a, a huge arena, the Ralston arena down there. And, uh, so the wedding was in one portion of it. There was a UFC fight in the other side of it. And then, oh, by the way, there's a concert going on. And, and I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, Jellybean Johnson, who's the drummer for mm -hmm. the time, forever, looks at me and he goes, Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the way everybody said our name. Yeah. And I never cared, you know, who, who cares? You know, <laughs> It's flattering that they even know you, right? Yep. He goes, Nigerian, Nigerian, come on over here. <laughs> you got to come up here. So next thing I know... Um, I'm sitting there talking, you know, with all these guys and, and, and it was, it was just really, really cool. I mean, you know, the, the Morris Day, 
is just as crazy as ever. Uh, I love him to death, and and Jerome is outstanding, you know, and Jelly Bean and all these different guys, these characters. And the funniest part was we left the wedding. We were sitting there in the front row of this concert <laughs> with the Daz Band and all these oh, other yeah. guys, Gap Band, <laughs> the Daz Band, and these guys. And it was phenomenal. And then they invite us up on stage. They go, hey, let's get a few more people up here. Hey, Nigerian family. Uh, so we all go up there. We're dancing on the stage, and they're doing the bird and everything. You know, it's just phenomenal. I mean, I, I, Dave, I got to tell you, uh, I always feel so fortunate for where I grew up, and, mm -hmm. and thanks to my dad for doing it. But, uh, you know, I would think that a lot, of, a lot of guys moving from California to Minnesota and, you know, dad being the chief of surgery, I, I would have thought a lot of guys would think, hey, well, these guys go to private school somewhere or whatever. And nothing against private schools, but we went to Central High School because that was where we were supposed to go. I always used to laugh, Brian, because when, when <laughs> Pete's dad would come in on the air and he'd come in frequently. <laughs> and, in fact, he was the inspiration for one of the characters off Minnesota Hospital, <laughs> which you then participated in out at the State Fair. I did. Um, <clears throat> but... It, but We'd, we'd always end the conversation with, okay, that's enough, uh, uh, Dr. Nigerian. Be, his, your pipes are too good. We need our jobs. He had, you know, he had those great pipes. Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. That, that's the stories that I could tell you outside of music with him. But I will say this. The, the, my dad, because of the Minnesota State Fair, I have seen, and, and I wrote him down just for fun. Because, you know, when you said, hey, would you like to do this in my first concert? I said, you know, I don't really go to that many concerts. I wonder why Dave would ask me to, you know, be a part of this thing. I started writing them down. I'm, I've gone to like 300 <laughs> concerts in my life, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> That's the thing about this. That's what happens. <laughs> a lot of ours were at the State Fair, though. Uh, you know, honestly, my dad, of the whatever it is, 10 days of the State Fair, I would bet you on average we went six, seven, eight days, and every time we went, it was a concert. And we saw everybody. I mean, if you ever go back and look at what the Minnesota State Fair has had yeah. concerts back in the 70s, because this started about 1971, let's say, because we moved from California, uh, it's just amazing. I mean, I, I looked at it and I was like, wow, I remember seeing Toby Keith on this date. I remember seeing, you know, all these various Willie Nelson on this date. And, you know, uh, incredible. Uh, Dad didn't really care the genre. He just, just would say, you know what? I like this one. I like this go. one. I like this one. A little traditional with, the, with yeah. the kids. That's so yeah. cool. Now, I interrupted you when you were starting to tell <laughs> Prince at Central High School is a little tough to top as a first concert. <laughs> but but after that, uh -huh. what was the concert, the first concert you saw? Um, I would probably say it was Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, or somebody wow. like that. In their heyday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I just saw them at the State Fair. And I know it's not all the originals, but I just saw them at the State Fair just uh, this past year or the year before. They're still good, aren't they? They were they? great. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, my wife is a huge concert person. You you guys might want to have her come by. Loopy, done she deal. Could, she could provide you with uh, thousands of concerts because she started at about age 10 and she has a memory like I've never seen it. She could <laughs> Which tell is you usually who, good, but. <laughs> it could be bad. <laughs> yeah, As right. a husband, it's not always great. <laughs> yeah, that's <when> right. <laughs> Well, we're, yeah, we're going to Brianne. We've got a guest idea right there. Loopy would be great. She would be <laughs> Write great. Write that down. Okay, Pete, I'm going to come back to some more of those concerts. Yeah. And the fact that you 
were in musicals mm-hmm. at one time. <laughs> People may not know that. Here's a guy out uh, setting records for Gopher Tackles who was in a musical probably a couple years prior to that. He is Pete Najarian. And, of course, uh, catch his podcast, too, with his brother, uh, John. And it's really good. Rebel's Edge podcast. Uh, I, I watch it. Market Rebellion and uh, so many other things. This guy is so well-rounded. The show uh, today is being brought to you by propane.com. I want to mention that because this is this is something you should do your due diligence on. Most people agree that we need to lower our carbon footprint, but we need to provide reliable and affordable energy, all right? So we all know that. A diverse energy mix will provide reliability and affordability, which is extremely important during our four distinct seasons right here in the great state of Minnesota. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources, and that is propane. Let me tell you about it. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Propane is energy stored on site and independent from the vulnerabilities of the grid. And propane's benefits, no, they don't end there. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane that is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. How about that? Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives. I don't think that's a secret to any of us, but it should include propane to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and certainly affordability. Propane, it's the right energy right now. What I would do when you get a chance, find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. Makes it pretty simple. Pete Nigerian's with us here on the show. Brianne, did you have a question or two? I know your mom is a huge Pete Nigerian fan. <laughs> we don't need to put that on air. Who isn't a fan of Pete? But oh, no, oh, there's a long there's list. A few, yeah. There's a few. Well, I'm a fan myself. I, when I used to work at iHeartRadio, we would oh. sometimes touch base, and you were always extremely nice to me, even though oh. you didn't know me, which oh, isn't thanks. always the case with everybody. So that's your high in my book. So. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Not that you want to get into this, yeah. but I know that you have a lot of talents outside of what you're doing <laughs> right now, and one of them was singing. Yeah. And, I, and I, I don't know when I learned that, Pete, maybe a year or two ago, but mm. I was said, wow, <laughs> this guy's been in musicals, right? Yes. In, in high school, I, um, you know, it was funny, Dave, because, you know, my dad always wanted us to be far more diverse than just a bunch of athletes running around out there, right? In your football season, then you had basketball or skiing, and then you had track season and all that type of thing. And my dad was always like, oh, that's all great, you know, and I'm impressed that you guys uh, work so hard to do well. But he said, you know, you need to be more balanced and, and a little bit more. So we were huge fans of going to the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, mm-hmm. huge fans of the old log, uh, the Guthrie. And so because of all that exposure, uh, I was pretty fascinated by a lot of that. And then at Central High School, we had a, uh, a choir director who said, hey, look, Pete, uh, we, we could have the best choir in the state of Minnesota. She says, but we don't right now because we need more men. And the, the men are really lacking here in the choir. And I said, and? And? <laughs> and she said, well, I want you to be my person who goes out and recruits everybody. She says, if you can get me 15 or 20 guys from the football team, to come into the band, she goes, or into the choir, she said, look, she goes, I know, I know this sounds crazy, but I promised them A's 
If they, if they come, <laughs> they will get an A if they're there every day. And so I convinced all the guys and we got about 20 guys from the football team and they joined, joined the choir and we did win state, I think three years in a row wow. as a choir. And that also led not just for choir, but we actually got it, got into it and had a lot of fun with it. You know, you, we're colorful guys. You yeah. know? And so the next thing you know, I was in Greece and I was John Travolta's role there. Oh, wow. If anybody, <laughs> and so I did that and a couple others that were really, really fun. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, Oklahoma, you know, West Side Story. I mean, you name it, you name it we did it. <laughs> I could have done the Sharks, Jets thing. Oh, see? That, so that's about it. <laughs> okay, let's go to your life in security. You, you, you did a little security here recently for concerts. Yeah, I have a, I have a really good friend who uh, has a, a security company and what they do is they're the they get called on often and uh, all over the state of Minnesota mostly, but even even outside of that. But when there are big concerts, they're usually the security that seems to handle a lot of it. And I, I, I told the guy one day who runs the whole thing, this guy Sam, who who's become a really good friend, and he was a former security guard at uh, at, at Stillwater State Penn, but. He, he said to me, he goes, you don't really want to do that, do you? He goes, you want to be a security guy? I said, sure, why wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> he, so he took me up on it. And, and a couple of weeks after all this you know, conversation about this thing and that, that he, he called me up on a summer day and he said, hey, Pete, what are you doing? I said, I'm out on a boat in, in White Bear Lake. And he go, I said, why? He says, well, he goes, I was going to ask you if you want to be security tonight. I said, when do I got to be there? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, five o'clock. I said, it's only three 30. I think I can make it. <laughs> so he took me up, on it, you know, and I took him up on it. So next thing I know, I go out and he told me, he goes, look, I know you're a country music guy. So I've got a guy named Chris Young. And if you don't know who Chris Young is, he's got an amazing ability to write great songs. But he also, uh, after a long time of just being a writer, he became a singer himself and he's unbelievable. And so the next thing I know, Dave, I'm standing there at the concert. They put me right in front of Chris. Chris bends over during the concert and he goes, do I know you from TV? <laughs> and I looked up at him and I go, maybe. <laughs> but he was, he was really nice. And he goes, why, why is the CNBC guy standing here with your arms crossed looking at everybody? I said, I don't know. I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> and it was. So, oh, God, how great. Yeah, that was a really good time. And, and he was a very, really nice guy. He travels with this beautiful really well-trained uh, 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 German Shepherd. And I think he he actually does something with the Shepherds. I don't know if he raises them or what he does, but absolutely magnificent dogs. And he's walking around with them, and he's asking me questions. And we start walking <laughs> around after his concert, and I'm like, this is really pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, everyone wants financial advice, too, probably. <laughs> he did ask a few questions. Uh, I'll bet he did. I'll bet he did. So how many, did, did you do more security than that? I've been asked, but it just never worked out since that particular yeah. one. But um, I'll do it again. I, I yeah, I'm I'm always ready in the summertime. Uh, you know, those are, <laughs> it's great on a nice hot summer night and you oh. have a concert. I mean, what's better than that? Are That's you phenomenal? You're staring at the crowd as as he's yeah. singing. Yeah, I have my back to him. See, yeah. that'd be interesting all by itself. <laughs> I think. Oh, the crowd was interesting for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd love I'd love to I'd love to work a concert with you you're as in. long as I was close to you. Yeah, because <laughs> I I knew I could lip off and then I'd stand behind Pete. <laughs> yeah, that what a kick. Yeah, and, but to have the fun. singer stop the concert and say, just come over and see, you know. <laughs> 
I'm sure I think he's probably he was still just, talking about it. I think he was shocked, you know, which he really, I guess he can't blame him because of whatever. But, you know, I just, I never think about all that stuff. To no, me, but it's just another day. I know you're humble, but this must happen on occasion with other celebrities must know who you are. I have a certain a look that definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they'll, I, they'll come I, and recognize And you. I should change the look, but. Uh, no, I just it's working. Not, well, maybe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, I want to ask you about some of those State Fair concerts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pete Najarian is with us on my first concert. Brianne's here as well. Dave Lee with you. Uh, Rebel's Edge Podcast is where you can see him and Brother John, by the way, and Market Rebellion, of course, company as well. And you've seen him on CNBC for years. A lot of you have seen him play football for the Gophers. Had a couple of 30-plus tackle games. I know that for a fact. Uh, up there with Bill Light. I think you and Bill Light, Peter, Bill are still Light. at the top of the tackle list. But uh, anyway, I want to mention uh, some of the folks that are making this possible. And one of those is AquariusHomeServices.com, Jeff, and everybody over there. I mean, the, the holiday season was here, and it was busy, and you probably didn't have a chance really because you had so many things going on to check your furnace. I would have them come out and do a tune-up on it. And when the summertime rolls around, an air conditioning tune-up. The point is it makes things last longer. And that is really nice. Plus, one of the things you do at the holidays, maybe at your house, like we do at ours, could be a, a tons of cooking, right? <clears throat> and one of the things you want to make sure of, you're getting the most out of your cooking with a Connecticut K5 drinking water system. I bring that up because I've had mine for over 20 years. And it makes, <clears throat> it makes it convenient to get purified water right from your sink and fridge. And they'll test your water for free. And they'll let you know uh, how it is, if it's great, no problem. If there's things they can do, if you have well water, my goodness, uh, you've got to get that done to have, take care of that well water for you. It's just terrific. And it's just such a longstanding company. Uh, I don't think in the 20 years, I, don't, I just can't remember having them come out and do any repairs, which is pretty unusual. But I'd learn more about that, the Connecticut K5 drinking water system, by simply contacting AquariusHomeServices.com. Recently got a nice award from the Star Tribune, readers of the Star Tribune. So they just do a good job. And um, just don't take my word for it. Contact them. Aquarius Home Services, whether it be the furnace or plumbing or, or the water, whatever it is, get a hold of them. They'll take care of you. Pete Nigerian's our guest here. You've seen him on CNBC. Uh, Pete, let's go back to the State Fair shows. I think that is so cool that your dad <laughs> made that a family affair. Hell yeah. And I think it's also really neat that you didn't uh, think about them until you started writing them down and went, yeah. holy smokes, I've seen a lot of people. Well, I'm a reincarnation of my father as well because I've dragged my my whole family. <laughs> you know, every year, I th and, 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 you know, this has gone through when you were uh, work, working still on a daily basis. Um Shoot, you'd see me out there at the fair probably eight of the ten days because I was there eight of the yep. ten days, and I still do it. I, I absolutely love it. We go to a lot of concerts there. Um, it's just so convenient, and 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 I love the state fair anyway. But yeah, I was looking at this list, Dave, and I'm like, okay, I saw Tony Bennett, but I also saw Def Leppard. You know, <laughs> I, I saw Motley Crue, but I saw Carrie Underwood. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it is just an amazing thing that all of the different folks that you do see there. I mean, from Manhattan transfer to you name it, it's just. Um, an incredible experience, and I and I really do enjoy it. And I think that oftentimes, it it's just the perfect situation. It, it really is where you've got you know five ten thousand people, all just sort of yeah. excited about things. And and I I can't remember ever going to a concert ever at, at State Fair and being disappointed. 
And maybe, you know, I saw Donnie and Marie. I thought they were great. You know, <laughs> for people who don't know that, that's the Osmonds anyway. <laughs> but that, the beauty in the state fair is you can go with a bucket full of Sweet Martha cookies. Oh, yeah. And you come out, you can still do fair things. Right. It's a whole different attitude over there. Yeah, you can get some fries. You can get a pickle on a stick, a pork chop on a stick. I mean, I do it all. In <laughs> the shape you're in, and you still eat that stuff? Oh, I eat all that. I uh, love well, it. Well, love good. It. That's encouraging. <laughs> the uh, <clears throat> of, Among those shows, Pete, Yeah. among the favorites, do any stand out for you? Tough question, I'm sure. Yeah, but. it is. You know, and I'm even glancing over at some of the names that I, I, I had seen over the years. Um Toby Keith, for whatever reason, uh, I'm a huge country music fan. Mm -hmm. I love it all. I really, truly do. Yeah. But uh, country has really become what I seem to prefer most. And I think there's some young guys out there that are phenomenal that I would love to see in person that I haven't seen yet. But I did see this past summer, I saw Morgan Wallen. Uh, I've seen Kenny Chesney multiple times. Um, you know, I've seen Toby Keith many times. But the first time I ever saw him uh, live was at the State Fair. And... The guy was just special. He had this sparkle to what he was doing and how, the fun he had on stage. And, you know, he's very, um, you know, very proud of America and all of that as well. So am I. And, uh, you know, I just, I felt like we had, you know, the same kind of uh, thought process as I'm watching him. I'm thinking, you know what, that's probably what I would have done, you know, yeah. <laughs> if I were, you know, my aspiration in life is to retire at some point from this financial craziness and, I want to learn how to play a guitar pretty well, and I'd like to go on tour. <laughs> are, are you playing a guitar yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so I got a long way to go. <laughs> There's so many great apps now; it's not a problem. <laughs> well, that yeah, that's uh, but that's half the fun. That's the whole music thing. I think yeah. my yeah, because I got into my dad was a musician, mm. and he'd play uh, guitar at home, or the accordion, or the violin, or the fiddle, whatever he called it at the time, mm -hmm. the piano. Yeah, did it all, sang and. And I, th th those genes didn't transfer musically for me, but <laughs> but it might have been because of lack of effort. You're right. As you get older, say, God darn it, why didn't I do that? But there's yeah. still time. Yeah, I got a little time, I think. I time. hope. Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd have a great band, and you know all the security. How they, You can do your own security. <laughs> I could try to do a little bit of a... I got a real quick one that you're going to love. So my dad, and I talk about my father a lot because there's so many experiences with that character, but um, he's getting recruited by the entire country to be, become the new chief of surgery somewhere uh, from the University of San Francisco. And long story short, he ends up getting recruited by uh, the University of North Carolina and, uh, or Chapel Hill, yeah. And so a guy named Isaac Taylor is the doctor. He's the, you know, the, the head of the medical school there. And he's recruiting my father and they're having dinner at his house. And he's getting frustrated because his young son is loud and he's playing music and it's very, it's, it's becoming an issue because he wants to really talk about getting my dad to come and be a part of that uh, university as the chief of surgery. And so he, he keeps walking over and opening up the door to the basement saying, Hey, look, you got to stop. You, it's just too loud. It's you you don't understand. And the guy goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes back and forth. And finally he opens the door one last time. He goes, Hey, Jimmy, I need you to stop. And he slams the door and my dad's looking at him and he goes, you know what? That kid's never going to make it. Well, that was James Taylor, 
And two years later, he puts out an album, <laughs> Sweet Baby James with Carol King. And my, and my dad always called that guy up after that. He goes, yeah, it's too bad the kid doesn't have any talent. <laughs> wow. How about yeah, that? Isn't that crazy? I yeah. mean, it's just an amazingly small world sometimes. It really is. But I always loved that story because it's true, and it's just an amazing thing to occur. It's Little Jimmy incredible. Taylor. Yeah. When you were playing uh, college ball or pro ball, yeah. d- did you – did you have time to go to concerts? Did you? Did you meet any of the celebrities? Uh, yeah, uh, I did. And I that was fun. That was enjoyable. I mean, you know, they, it's funny because everybody looks somewhere and listen, oh, I wish I was you. Well, no, I wish I was you, right? <laughs> so a lot of those guys wish they were athletes, and a lot of the athletes wish they were rockers and whatever. And so, yeah, that was always uh, an interesting aspect of that. I, I, I can tell you, when, I, when we moved to a suburb of Chicago, I, you know, I generally am a guy who should look different than I do, but I don't. And I had the long hair that I still have. And I had a fuller head of hair at the time, but I had the long hair and I come walking into a 7-Eleven on a Saturday afternoon. We'd been living there about three months. And I just was going there for a cup of coffee. And there's another guy there who's kind of got longer hair and he's about six foot three or four. And he comes walking over to me and he looks at me and he goes, Hey man, how cool is this? We're taking over you and me. And I I look at the guy and I'm like, I should probably know this guy, but I have no idea who he is. So I come home and I tell my wife the story. I said, yeah, this, this big tall guy, kind of blonde hair or whatever. He was really excited to see another guy with long hair here. She goes, you have any idea who he is? I said, none. She goes, that's JY, James Young from Sticks. She goes, You don't know anything, do you? <laughs> and I'm like, Well, I, I don't. He's been a friend forever, by the way. He's been supportive of Twin Cities Lime. He's just a wonderful guy and uh, has, has become a friend. But the one nice thing about, for sure, about um, being lucky enough to do CNBC and, and a, a lot of other television things, ESPN and so forth, is you get to meet a lot of people just because of you know, right. how, how things are unfolding there. And it's great. I mean, I have relationships with Journey. I have relationships with the Sticks Group. I have relationship with the REO Speedwagon. I've got relationships with a, a lot of these uh, these rockers because, you know, they went through their world and then restarted and, and were doing things. And they, they, believe it or not, these guys all watch financial television. They all, they're all hooked to it and, and, you know, wondering about their investments and this and that. And so I'm, I'm kind of their guy in between because they can, they can call me and just ask, well, Pete, what do you think about what's going on in the market? You know, it's really getting hit or it's really going up or whatever. And, and I just give them my thoughts, but, uh, it, it, it's pretty fun to have these guys, you know, calling and asking all these great questions. It's really pretty cool. Yeah. We talked about this earlier too. Little did Kevin Cronin and REO Speedwagon and everybody at Sticks and, think I, I can't believe they thought when they started the band that 30 to 40 years later they're going to still be doing it and making yeah. money yeah. and needing financial assistance i don't i i saw a special where where mick jagger back in the 60s they talked to me how long do you want the band to last oh we hope to go another five years he said back <laughs> in it in the 60s <laughs> isn't that amazing <laughs> yeah it's a little i i just don't think they and so as a young guy do you even plan for financial right. uh, you know what are you going to do with your money but but yeah. they've all done pretty well sticks is interesting to me because yeah. a lot of people that come on the show sticks yeah. was one of their first concerts is that they right? were they were everywhere 
you know, and they're the nicest guys you could ever meet. I know all of them really, really well. And, uh, and, and JY has been a phenomenal friend for a long time. I mean, he literally, you know, <laughs> you know, they're just like anybody else. We all know that. But the funny thing is, is I, I will be sitting somewhere and all of a sudden my phone will ring and I'll look at it and it says JY from Sticks, And, <laughs> and some guy will be sitting next to me going, well, aren't you going to pick it up? And I'm like, no, nah, I'll call him later. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, well, shouldn't you pick it up? I'm like, well, I could talk to him later. I talk to him almost every day, <laughs> you know? but they are, they're great guys. As a matter of fact, I can tell you that, um, that whole genre of music, you know, uh, sticks and REO, and uh, there's a few other bands that, that, that kind of go in and out yep. and travel together. Um, I know last year was the best year they've ever had. Wow. 2022 was the best year they ever had. No kidding. Yeah. So it shows you, it, it's good for me because I always like to call it boots on the ground, Dave, about how I approach the markets. It's it's seeing things, hearing things, looking at things. And, and when I hear that, I'm like, well, you know, people have enough discretionary money. They can decide to make decisions to go to concerts still or restaurants, whatever it might be. And, you know, it's great for me to be able to acquire that kind of knowledge that, you know, they put 15,000 people into an arena, you know, in, in Fargo, North Dakota or whatever it might be. It's just, uh, it's an amazing thing. And these, and, and I think a lot of people, especially after the pandemic really just wanted to get out and yep. enjoy. And, uh, and you can see that more and more. Well, you go out and see your sticks, you go out and see journey, you go out and see, we just recently saw earth, wind and fire who still got, yep. they, they got, they got it going. They do. And and it's it's therapeutic. You start thinking about the first time I heard them, yeah. or maybe who you're with, your buddies, or a girl, or or a girl, or a girl. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's what you know. But I mean, it just comes back. Yeah. Uh, to I just makes you feel good. Yeah. And I can see where people want to go back. Now we were talking not long ago. Bruce Springsteen's tour. Mm -hmm. uh, his concert tickets are spendy to say the least. Yeah. But the shows are selling out. Yep. Yeah, it's, it says a lot. And I think there are certain parts of the economy, you know, not to get into the financial world too much, but certain parts of the economy, when you look at it, you can see it. It's, it's restaurants, it's entertainment. And mm -hmm. that's what people are still willing to spend money on. And actually, they're willing to spend money on that and take away some of the other enjoyable things or things that they yeah. might want. Um, you know, it might be in the retail space, for instance, or something like that. But it is an incredible thing to watch the success of, of these bands, how long it's lasted. And I think a lot of these groups are more popular now than they've ever been. And, yeah. And, you know, people just know that music and they know every word to these songs, you know, no matter who it is. I got to tell you, one of the best concerts, I think, if I was to pick out like a top and you, you asked me that earlier, I said, Toby Keith, I'd also say the Eagles. I saw them live. Uh, it was my first time ever seeing them. And it wasn't that long ago. It was like 2008. And I could tell you, it was absolutely amazing because I literally sat there thinking before I went, because I always thought I wasn't a concert guy, but before I, <laughs> before I went did you know? <laughs> with my wife, um, I was thinking, I wonder, God, I, I, what are some of the songs? You know, you know, I know some, but you know, uh, and it turned out when I got there, I knew the words and every single song they sang. You know, I literally just sort of was like, wow, that was really, that was really incredible. <laughs> you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it just, um, and that, that shocked me a little bit. And, and I'll tell you, the, those guys, uh, the, the voices are still there. They still fun, you know, when you get a chance to get, it's just, just incredible. And Don Henley, I saw him not too terribly long ago, a couple of years ago here in, in St. Paul. 
And he literally, uh, I mean, every single song, and he just was unbelievable how he was able to entertain us all. It was great. Yeah, we saw Doobie Brothers not long ago, and they yep, signed I saw them. Tour- yeah. yeah. <laughs> we maybe were together. We, we don't even we know it. We, we, we could have been. We could have been some adult beverages involved. And I don't know. but That could be. But that, that's the beauty of, of these concerts coming back yeah. like they are. And the, and the other piece that you mentioned, when you can do it with your kids, yeah, and then, and hopefully they'll do the same thing down the, the road, because. Um, that's really kind of a neat bond yeah. and a great memory, the music and the fact that you're there with your mom and dad or whoever. Yeah. That might be the case. Pete Najarian's with us. Uh, we'll talk more with Pete here in just a second. Our thanks to Star Bank for making it possible. Online banking, you want to do that? Uh, they do it right, as you can imagine. You got the app. You can put that Star Bank app on your phone and get your virtual bank right there in your hand. And, and that's handy. We all got to have that. We can deposit at night or, or we can move money or we can uh, deposit checks and whatever the case is, you can do it on the phone. But what I like about Star Bank, there's 10 locations in Minnesota and they're all over the state, including right here in the metro. And they're just great people to go visit with. It's kind of what's really neat and unusual is they answer the telephone when you call. You're not going to get sent the one for this, two for this, three for this. They answer the phone. So you get in there, get to know them, get to talk to them. I like going in myself. I think that's kind of fun. Uh, But I tend to chat a lot. But starbank.net is where you want to go and learn about them and how they've been doing things right for many, many years here in the state of Minnesota. As I said, 10 locations, including uh, one right here in Eden Prairie. So do the online stuff. I think it's cool to go in there and talk with them. A lot of extraordinary banking awards they've won. They support the needs of local farmers, have for years, and ag-related businesses. So, but you might be looking for the, the new home, the perfect home, right? They're the folks to talk to. Starbank.net. Member, FDIC, and equal housing lender. Pete Najarian's with us here on uh, the My First Concert podcast. Pete, I really appreciate you coming in, first of all. It's great. I always enjoy seeing you. It's been too long, but we, we chat a fair amount. Uh <laughs> Music memories now, before before we finish and wrap up, is there anything I'm missing out on? I got a couple funny stories for you. Well, one funny one and one just story, okay? So uh, <laughs> the funny one is this one. So do you remember the show Mannix? Are you old yes, enough to remember Yes, Mike Mannix? Connors. Yeah. Now, here's the funny thing. So he changed his name like a lot of people do. Mannix <laughs> uh, was actually uh, an Armenian gentleman. And uh, he changed his name because Armenian names, until the Kardashians, <laughs> you didn't hear a lot of Armenian names out there in the world. And a lot of Armenians just changed their name just obviously for for an actor name or singer or whatever it might be. So uh, Mannix turned out to be an Armenian guy. And so there was a big Armenian event going on in Minnesota, which is means 10 people got together because that's about how many Armenians there are. No, there's about 50 of them. And, and it was hosted at our house. You know, mom and dad were nice enough to, to open up the home and have a huge Armenian dinner and everything. And they brought in Mannix, right? You know, and wow. here, here he is. And he, I'll never forget. So we went out and drove out to the airport to get him. It was pretty cool because when you're a kid, you don't see too many celebrities, you know? And oh, no. so we go out and we pick him up and he's of course looking at us like, God, look at these bunch of losers. <laughs> 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 you know. And my oldest brother, John was the only guy old enough to have a driver's license to be able to drive. And the rest of us are in the car, you know, and I'm sure Mannix is like, you know, did all you guys have to come? To pick me up? <laughs> but he was really nice, and he came to the house, and and uh, at the end of the evening, he asked, "Do we have any a guitar or anything like that?" Which we did, and and we had a piano, and he got up and he literally 
entertained everybody and sang the song my way, you know, the Frank wow. Sinatra my way. No kidding. So that was, you know, that was, it was funny and it was entertaining. And, you know, to see all these Armenians doing the Armenian dance in the middle of the floor, I mean, you know, and we, it was just so much fun, Dave. It was, it was an unbelievable experience. And my wife and I just had a great one though. So we go to this, uh, big, um, fundraiser every year down in Naples. And it's an incredible thing. I don't know if I should, should I say the name of it or not? Sure. Okay, it's the Naples Wine Festival. And what they do is they raise money for the children of Collier County. And people would say, well, who's, who's not rich in Naples? Well, the reality is there is the 1% and then everybody else, right? And so this is to try to raise money so that kids can find scholarships to colleges. They get food if they're in elementary school all the way through high school. They get books. They get shoes. They get all this stuff. In the 20 years that they've been running it, they've raised over $270 million. Mm. So pretty amazing. No on, kidding. And the last, since we joined about five years ago, they they basically average about $20 million plus a year. That's raised. Just an incredible thing. And people are so generous. And a lot of them are Minnesotans, by the way. Yeah, We're down in Naples and it's great. And so we've been there and, um, you know, they have incredible items, usually about 60 uh different items that they will raffle off and people di are disappointed and almost angry that they didn't get it sometimes, you know, and I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars for individual, you know, things that you're doing. And so we ended up actually bidding on one last year with all the people at our table and we got it. And it was spend a night with Kelsey Ballerini and her husband. Oh, stop it. And it was, uh, and I'll tell you, unfortunately, she and her husband apparently are, are, are at odds of some sort. But, uh, and it was going to be at Silver Oak Winery in Napa. And oh, Silver Oak, great, yeah. yeah. Well, the guy from Silver Oak is the greatest guy in the world. I love him to death. We've become, David Duncan is his name. He's a wonderful guy. It's Good. his family's thing. And yeah. He flies from there. Got to work with, on that company discount for oh, me, Pete. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> he, he brought so many cases of wine, and there was 40 of us total for a private can concert with just Kelsey. Wow. And she was absolutely extraordinary. She couldn't have been a nicer, sweeter girl. She's unbelievable. I just saw her on the New Year's Eve show. She was... She's just talented. Right? Yeah, I mean, very she's, talented. She's tall. She's, she's just this great gal, and she's funny, you know, and... And here she is, you know, and it's an awkward situation probably for her because she's usually filling up a concert hall. There's 30 or 40 of us in this room, and it was spectacular. And that was a fun that, – that, of all my concerts, that one's really high up there as my favorite just because it was so unique and so personal. And it was for a great charity, and, and this wonderful young lady was just incredible. And she, she literally sat up there and sang – for two hours. Wow. At least. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I can't say I've spent much time. I know who she is. Yep. I know my kids like her. Mm -hmm. I had, so that, that New Year's Eve, she sang, I don't know, four or five songs. It's the first mm -hmm. time I've actually sat and watched all of them. Mm. And uh, yeah, she's she's loaded. She's got the talent. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's a wonderful wow. gal. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of good things happening out there, Pete. Yeah. I think we focus, being in the media, sometimes we focus on the on what's making news, and it isn't mm -hmm. always the good stuff. So that's really great to hear. Yeah. A lot of people supporting a lot of good causes down mm -hmm. there, whether it be Collier County or right. anywhere else. So very cool. Have we left anything out, Brianne? Anything you want to throw at Pete here while you got him? <laughs> like, you know, what, which mutual fund should we dive into? I mean, into? I kind of, I didn't want to be rude, but, you know, at the same time, yeah. I don't think anyone would turn their nose up at some financial advice. That's right. What should someone in there? <laughs> early 30s be doing <laughs> that has no retirement yet set up theoretically theoretically yeah, yeah. Course, yeah. no it's, it's a really good question 
Um, I think the reality is you've got a lot of years of, of work Ooh. still, which is great, Good. obviously. I mean, you know, me, Dave, I'm, I'm probably got you in years, even though you don't. Th- I mean, I've. I'm, you know, I'm in dog years, you know, because if you play football, you know. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I just think it's always great for people. First of all, they should have something set up and they should try to set something up and be disciplined about doing that, even if it's a fractional amount of money early on, but to try to build something up. And, and the one thing I always try to encourage people too is when they are when they're, when they're doing that whole process, when they're looking at different funds to put their money in for retirement and stuff, just know what your exposure is. I can't tell you how many, and this happened during the financial crisis. It's happening again right now. People don't know where their money is. They don't know that they are overloaded into an area that's just getting killed right now because of what's going on in the economy and the world. And, and I think just having the knowledge of where is that money? Is it, is it too much in technology? Is it too much in the financial world? Is it too much you know, in industrial companies and so forth? Just know where the money is. And I think if people can do that, they can understand how to diversify a little bit better and be a little bit smarter about... Um, knowing that that money is not quite as risky, unless that's really what they want, <laughs> yeah. you know, just know the risks that you have. And I think, unfortunately, during the financial crisis, I, t- I can't tell you how many people I would talk to who would say, I had no idea that I was, I had so much money in the technology world. And I'm like, well, did you ever look at your statements? You know, <laughs> I mean, you, so you do need to look at those things and know where your exposure is. So I just think that's, uh, it's, it sounds simplistic, but it really is important. Hot take of what's going to happen to crypto. Is it going to come back? Oh, that's a really great, dangerous question. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am not very encouraged by it. I would tell you this. Um, I was, but I'm not as much anymore. Well, what bothered me most about the crypto space, and I did very little in that world, but uh, I would tell you that what bothered me the most as far as trading it or investing in it, if you want to call it investing it, um, was that uh, when you don't have regulation of any kind, this is exactly what happens. Mm -hmm. And I always correlate this, guys, to sports because all this NIL money that's going around, and you guys know it well, you know, name, image, and likeness, Mm -hmm. and college football, and these guys are getting all this money and so forth and this, that, and the other, and gals. Um, but But the problem is there's no regulation. And we already have seen just in front of us, just in the last year and a half or two, what's going on in crypto with no regulation. The NIL money, it's like, well, at what point, what if, what if a guy struggling who's supposedly committed the money, but he is big into crypto and loses all his money, which happened to a lot of people, yeah. um, can't pay the guy. I mean, there's a lot of different things going on where, where it's not regulated at all. And I think that the only way to make it fair in college sports would be to to actually make the NIL money a limit. Whatever that limit might be, maybe it's $10 million a school. I don't know what the number should be, but it should be limited because if not, why isn't it just the haves and the have-nots going against each other? I mean, USC has limitless money. We all know that because of all the the alumni that went there, including Spielberg and all these other guys, right? I mean, so is that fair for them to be able to compete against others where where the others don't have the kind of same donors that that USC or maybe it's Alabama or maybe it's, you know, University of Texas? doesn't matter, but um, I just don't think it's a smart thing to allow, uh, allow that to go without some form of regulation on it. Technology. 
Yeah. Here's. <laughs> I am the least technology guy. But I know the stocks. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, here's where I'm going with this. Okay. As One a, word for as you. As a former Plastics. pro football guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank really you. Good. And I'm Dustin Hoffman. Welcome to my first podcast. <laughs> um, why can't the NFL, yeah. with all of that money, more than the country of Morocco makes, I think, yeah. can't they put some kind of chip in the football Something in the field, so when they spot the ball, mm-hmm. it goes where it's supposed to go. Ah. I, I find that completely archaic in this mm-hmm. day and age, and that can change things. Yeah, a third and one, and all of a sudden they're going to punt, but actually they might have had a first down. The, yeah. And I don't. The refs aren't doing it on purpose. I don't think no. they're moving the ball in front or back. But we're human, mm-hmm. and okay, I think that's where I saw it. But wouldn't. Wouldn't you? That's, I'm watching the game. Going, I thought you were going to go a lot different yeah, than that. I know you did. I know you did. I wanted to close with something fun. Let's put some kind of chip in the ball in the field and mark that thing right. You heard it here first. That's just my thought. Well, you know, somebody came up with a really good idea years ago, a guy who um, presented the idea to me when I was still living on the East Coast in Connecticut, who had an idea for a mouth guard that had a chip in it that actually kept track of you. Your, your, your interior, like what is your temperature? What is your, you know, all of the different things that you might want to know about the health of an individual and potentially even maybe from a head injury yeah. that maybe occurred that, you know, and I'm just as bad as anybody else because I can't tell you how many times I played when I absolutely had concussions, but I never told anybody because I didn't want to get pulled out of there. Right. So, you know, this takes that away. And if, you know, so I was always surprised that that, that idea didn't really follow through and get to anywhere. Yeah, I am too. Um, but uh, that's an interesting one with the ball and the chip. I, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little thing. I couldn't give you an answer to that How one. many times have you sat there with your buds and go, look where he spotted the ball. You know, how could he spot it there? You know, recently I have I have had that happen where I'm in a room of, of guys watching on January 2nd. We were watching some of those games and I, and I know that a few of the guys were like, that was a terrible spot. You know, <laughs> but I think at the very end of the game, it almost all evens out somehow, yeah. it, you know, to, to be honest with you. So I don't know. Well, I, uh, I, I, I want to see if you'll invest in my company called I Got a Chip. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I yeah. like the idea. <laughs> Check your chip at the door, Dave. No, we got to get a chip inside those footballs. Uh, Pete, really appreciate you coming by, and I'm Thanks, glad Dave. you had a chance to look at all of the people that you, 300-plus concerts. I'm shocked. I really am. I mean, and the diversity of them is still what shocks me. I mean, I, you know, I went saw Tesla play, and then I, and I go, <laughs> <What is this? laughs> you know, and the next thing you know, you see Willie Nelson. I mean, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I have been in Willie Nelson's trailer. Uh-oh. Before. Do you <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I Were just, you hungry you when you left? I, I, I remember being enjoyable. Yeah, as I munched down a bag of Cheetos after <laughs> after I walked out. And no, it, it was, talk about relaxed and fun. Yeah. I would imagine. And Willie could not have been nicer. That's great. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. It was, or the time, and we talked about this too many times, <clears throat> um, Buddy Guy, singing oh. over at the amphitheater at the zoo. Yeah. Keb Moe was opening at that time. So I'm in the back with my buddy Eric Eskola, yep. uh, Chris Clouser, and the Inkster. Huh. And, of course, uh, we really wanted to meet Buddy Guy. Yeah. And so we, we sit there, and we'd be asked with Buddy, and he couldn't have been more cordial. But finally, I don't know if it was Buddy, said, uh, or somebody said, you know, he's late to get on stage, fellas. 
Let's get Let's this going. Get out of his trailer. <laughs> <laughs> One more question. <laughs> yeah. So those are the fun little incidentals that happen along the way. That is fun. Pete, always great, great to see you. It's great to see you guys. It really C- is. Congrats fun. on the success. It doesn't just happen. I know you've worked pretty doggone hard for it. Oh, thank and you. continue to do so as well. So thanks. appreciate that. Brianne, another good guest. Another great one in the books. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, our thanks for joining us here on my first concert, brought to you by Starbank.net, our bank here at Talk North, by AquariusHomeservices.com, and also and by this is the AquariusHomeservices.com studio now, too, by the way. Mm. And also a big thank you to our friends at Propane.com. Yeah, because there's a lot of really cool things happening there. We'll see you next time on My First Concert. Don't you just love it when you can confidently say that someone has your back? Hi, Dave Lee here, and that's the feeling I have with UCARE. Anytime I call them up with a Medicare question, I know without a doubt that a real person will answer, and they will work through my issues no matter how long it takes, and they won't hang up until I completely understand what's going on. Their people and customer service are second to none, and it's why UCARE has people-powered health plans. Don't hesitate to reach out to UCARE for help. Learn more at UCARE.org slash Medicare. This paid endorsement brought to you by UCARE. Yeah.